Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be talking about a bunch of new trailers that came out this week, sharing some unpopular opinions, and recapping the latest episode of The Walking Dead. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? Good, I'm doing great. It's my day off, you know, been chilling as usual on my day off. Yeah, it sounds like you're, you sound more energetic than you do after you get off work and we record, that's for sure. Um, I will apologize right off the bat. This episode we're recording in not our usual location, so if there's a bit of an echo or some strange sounds, I apologize. That's what it is. It's just a strange location for us. Um, hopefully we don't have to do this too, too often. Anyways, um, man, we are, this is our bonus episode. This episode is going to come out, I believe, Friday. I can't, I, you already know by the time you are listening to this. But um, this is a bonus episode that we just felt like we had to have um, because just the, there are so many trailers that came out this week, and there might have even been more by the time this is released. Um, but... We just felt like we needed to talk about these trailers. Um, so, Ozzy, we'll start with the Mummy trailer. And okay. did what were your expectations? Do you have any expectations for this movie before you saw the trailer? Did they change after you saw the trailer? What did you think? Um, I expected this trailer to be sort of... First of all, I don't even know if this is like a reboot or a sequel. Um... I mean, it seems like it could be like a reboot sequel it, just because it, it takes place. It's a reboot. Oh, well, it, it should have been a freaking sequel. Cause, just because it takes place in like a different time, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, that's besides the point. But a reboot, um, a reboot to, I mean, a sequel to which one? Like to like the early 2000s um, Mummy? Is that the one you're yeah, talking but, about? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but the setting, I mean, they take place in a different time yeah. in the movie. That's what I'm saying. Like I would like I would have I wouldn't have minded like if this was a sequel to the trilogy, even uh, to the, the early two thousands ones. Yeah, yeah, even though the third even though the third one wasn't that great. Um, I was expecting this. I was expecting the trailer to be like sort of to be like a fun time, adventurous, mm-hmm. not like not uh, so dark. But the trailer came out and it was it looked pretty serious, looked pretty dark. So. I don't know. I it was an okay trailer. Um, I just hope that it doesn't lose the like the original, like the first two, like their sense of adventure. Their sense, like it, it's it's humor, it's fun, adventure. Um, so that's that's what I hope it doesn't lose. I don't know. I I think the the what you're calling the originals, and they're not really the originals. There have been plenty of mummy movies in the past. And um, these that those themselves were remakes of the old Universal monster movies. But um, I, I don't know. I thought they needed to get away from that direction of those kind of two, early two thousands movies. I don't. I don't know. It's just 
And and that trailer, the trailer was more serious, and I actually appreciated this. I actually did not kind of, I, I wasn't really fawning over this trailer as much as um, a lot of people on the internet were, and a lot of people that I even know. I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was just anything that I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this movie now. Um, I am very excited. I am excited for this whole monsters, universal monsters shared universe. I think that's an interesting idea. And I think they even set some of that stuff up in the, in that trailer because I believe isn't Russell Crowe playing, um, Dr. Jekyll. Um, so that, that, that's interesting and I'm looking forward to that. I think that could be cool. But, um, overall the trailer looks like it had, a lot of fun action. It definitely looks like a Tom Cruise movie in, I guess, the best sort of way. I hope it doesn't turn into just a Tom Cruise movie. Um, but I, I am really looking forward to it. I just didn't love this trailer. I think there's a lot of unfinished work on the CGI. There was some really questionable stuff on there um, from at least the device I was watching it on. What 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 else did you think about it? Um, I think it has an interesting premise. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a female bummy who's, you know, claiming what she didn't get. Um, so I'm interested. I'm I'm interested in the story. I'm definitely interested in the mythology uh-huh. and history of who she is. I think that could be very interesting. Um, I think this could be what the others weren't. I think this one could actually make up for it. I think this one could be. Um, on a on a bigger scale of um of monst- monstrosity, so I'm def it's definitely like I'm definitely interested and I'm I'm gonna see it. Um, isn't is I'm wondering is Dracula is is Dracula and Told also gonna be in this universe or no? Uh, no, no, they announced that actually recently that Dracula and Told is not going to be part of that. Um, I didn't see Dracula Untold. I really wanted to see it, but then I heard such bad things that I didn't bother with it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, but it makes sense that it's not going to be in it. So it does make sense because Dracula Untold came out like two years ago, right? Yeah, that was before they. I think that they might maybe had that idea while they were releasing it, but once they saw how bad it did, they were like, "Yeah, let's start it after." Um, so, I don't know. Um, what did you think about the, the action set pieces, the CG, the, all that kind of the action part of it? I thought the action part was good. It was okay. Like, it was, it was good from what I saw. I, I still, like, I need to see more for me to be like, it's, it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Um, CJ was okay. I saw it on my laptop. I mean, yeah. there were some, questionable cgi moments like when all that fog was going over london mm-hmm. um but again i mean it can be fixed um i thought the set pieces was like great to be honest with you mm-hmm. um and like i said i mean i think i think the mythology i think that, i think if anything is going to hold this movie up it's probably going to be the mythology i think the mythology is going to be mm-hmm. really great in this movie yeah but it's I, one thing i'm honestly expecting yeah I hope they give something, or they give, is it Sophia Batello or something like that? I don't know how to say her last name. But I hope they give her something to do because I think she is actually pretty talented. So I definitely hope they, they give her something to work with and that she's not just kind of moaning around. Um, I know she looks like Enchantress from Suicide Squad, but please, it better be better than that because you know my feelings on that performance and um, that character. It was not good on either front. Um 
Yeah, the other than that, the only thing that of note that I want to mention is Tom Cruise's scream. I was listening to something earlier about the talking about the trailer, and I thought I thought that while while I was watching it, I was glad somebody else agreed with me um, because his scream in that trailer, I was like, I don't know, have I never heard Tom Cruise scream, or was that not really Tom Cruise's scream? Like it felt like they just took somebody else's scream and played it over what. Tom Cruise should when Tom Cruise should have been screaming. I don't know. Did you notice how weird his scream was? Yeah, his his scream sounded really freaking weird. I'm just yeah. like, what the hell am I hearing? <laughs> like, um, I mean, I don't know if it's from the air or something like that's going in there, that's yeah. choking him or something. I don't know, but it was weird. I'm just like, <laughs> it just sounded yeah, so strange. It's going on. Like I couldn't. Like I, I wanted to laugh sort of, but it looked so serious that I didn't want to laugh at the same time. So I'm just yeah. like, it was distracting. I hope. I hope I don't hear, ah, ah, <laughs> like, during the movie. I hope it's, like, yeah. an actual scream. But, I, hey, that's your honestly, actual scream, Tom Cruise. I am sorry. I, I'm hoping that, <laughs> like, maybe they didn't have the, like, he hadn't done the kind of the voiceover stuff after they finished filming yet. And that they wanted to put that in the trailer, but they didn't have his scream yet. So maybe they just put like some filler scream or they had somebody else do it. Like, I don't know. It just sounded so weird. Oh, Is he man. a mummy? Because he woke up in a, I don't know. Bag. That, that was also Office confused like... about that part of the story too. Like how is like, is he the mummy? Is that going to be the twist? If that's the case, then why is why did they show that to us in the trailer? I don't know. Like, unless she has some divine power that's keeping yeah. him alive. All this to say, I think there's enough there in the story and and this the direction that they're taking it that I'm interested. But I didn't love this trailer. I just didn't. So agreed. Um, all right, what? Let's move on. You want to move on to our Guardians um, trailer? Let's do it, man. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. We actually have a reaction video to this on our YouTube channel. If you have not seen that yet, go check that out. It's actually doing really well, and it was a lot of fun to watch this watch this trailer for the first time and react to it. Um, but Ozzy, you were not in our reaction video, so I haven't gotten your reaction from this trailer yet. So why don't we start with you? What did you think of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two teaser trailer? I am so hyped for this movie. You yes. have no idea. I loved this trailer. I really loved this trailer. I know I had doubts about about Baby Groot, but my gosh, I was so wrong because he looks so great in this movie. Um, I loved it when you saw Baby Groot chasing after that guy. And, he's mm-hmm. like, ah! and then he just throws him off the thing. Um Definitely like the dynamic between uh, Rocket and, and Groot now, though. Yeah, because it's kind of flipped. Now, yeah, it's flipped now because uh, Rock, Rocket's kind of raising him now. Yeah. So it's 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 a great uh, it's a great dynamic that the two that they're still a duo, mm-hmm. but the but the the the, the roles are switched up now. I just I wonder who's the big baddie. That's that's one of my biggest questions though. But it looks like apparently this one's going to be a darker Guardians, but. James Gunn has assured us in this trailer that it's still going to be a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. So it's not nothing to be worried about when it comes to the tone of the movie. Yeah. I am so happy James Gunn is in the MCU and that he's making these movies because I, I love this trailer. The, it just brought me back to the first one, which I've said before and I'll say again, is my favorite movie of all time. Um it just brought me back to that. It's got the same amazing tone, but it feels like it's even bigger in scale. And 
I, I cannot wait for this movie. The Baby Groot stuff, the last, like the, the last scene at the end, the t, the kind of tag at the end after they showed the Guardians title with Drax. <laughs> that was so funny. That, and a lot of he, he, I don't think a lot of people loved him in the last movie. Oh, I did. Yeah. But I, I think if you don't love, I didn't, I think if you didn't love him in the last movie, I think you're definitely going to love him in this movie because mm-hmm. he just has, I mean, for the, for the sneak peek and then for this trailer, he has had some great moments. Mm-hmm. Definitely some great moments, especially when the last scene when he's just like, you must be so embarrassed. <laughs> it's yeah. So it, great. And it's so, it, it's really interesting because like we keep, Marvel trailers have been doing this recently to where they kind of will have the title card at the end and they'll show like one last last little bit and a lot of times it's comedic. And I don't think it always necessarily works because it's so detached from the rest of the trailer that it just feels kind of random and out of place. But this one, it worked really, really well. Like we were all, even in our reaction, we were all like dying laughing by the end um, in that last part. And I I think especially like if you compare it to the one that pops to mind is the um the Doctor Strange one where um Chuatel Ejiofor is that who it is? That yeah, Chuatel Ejiofor is like gives him the Wi Fi password and that's the whole joke. Like I th- that was fine, but it just felt really detached and random from the rest of the trailer. And this one, just because we know the tone of Guardians and they have this whole world set up and they base like they, the thing with their marketing campaign for this movie, they, I, I don't think they're gonna have to do much. They know they have an audience here, and they know people want to see this movie. So I, I love that this trailer was so good, even though they don't really need it to be good, uh, or need it to be amazing. And they didn't tell us any story. This is just a teaser, and they treated it like a teaser. I still don't know what the story is. Like you said, we don't know who the big bad is. So I, I'm really excited for this movie. Agreed, man. Definitely agreed here. Um. Definitely, again, man. I this this is probably my favorite of the three. Yeah. Um. No spoiler. I mean, just being honest with you guys here, it's just the tone of this movie was fun. It's the same same old stuff going back on again. Mm-hmm. My favorite stuff was with Rocket though. Um. When he's arguing with Star Lord about the tape. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> not a single person has any tape. And then when you see Baby Groot running with the bomb. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was I. I was I saw. I remember when I saw this trailer. I was at I was on my break and I saw this trailer and I was dying laughing mm-hmm. at that whole entire thing. So this is definitely one of my favorites of the year so far, um, and honestly, one of the most anticipated films I have for next year. So mm-hmm. it it looks great. Um, if I don't know if it's going to be as great as the first one. Um, may, hopefully it is. If it's not, it's 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 fine because I know it's still going to be a great movie. Yeah. So. Yes, I I am very excited. Especially every time James Gunn talks about this movie, I like I'm re- I just get even more excited because he seems like it seems like this is such a or this one was such a passion project for him, and that he he just seems genuinely excited about having made it. So that makes me excited to watch it. You know. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, this all will kind of lead into one of my um, things in our unpopular opinions slash bold predictions segment that is coming up. Um, But anyway, let's move on to the Transformers. Is it Last Night? Is that the title of this movie? I think think that's what it's called. I think it's called Transformers Last Night. Yeah. um, Look, this trailer is... 
if you're judging it as a trailer, I think it's fine. I think it was actually pretty good, to be honest. But I refuse to let myself get excited for this movie. I just refuse. I'm, I, if it weren't for this podcast, I wouldn't be seeing this movie. And I'm still going to try to everything in my power not to see this movie unless it gets like great reviews. Um, I know Ozzy will fight me on that, and we'll have to figure it all out. But no, 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 no. This is okay. Okay, let me stop you right there. This is a summer blockbuster. I know. We have to see this movie. I know. That's what I'm saying. We don't get a choice. We can have this discussion <laughs> later, but. I'm not excited about this movie at whatsoever. The last one made me lose faith in the movie industry. Um, well, not all of them. I, Miles is sitting over here going, all of them did. And I, I wouldn't say all of them. I think the first one is fine. I know, Ozzy, you've gotten, you've gained some kind of strong opinions on the first one. The second one, I think, is not good at all. And the third one, I actually like for the most part. The fourth one is the worst one by far. And that's why we're coming off the worst one. That's why I'm not, I can't get excited for this trailer. I just can't do it. Um, I understand. I mean, the trailer, I remember when I saw the trailer, I'm just like, oh boy. And then I saw it, I'm just like, oh God, no. And, I, and then when I ended it, I'm just like, damn you, Michael Bay. Because like, his marketing team, and I have to, I have to yeah. hand it to this guy's marketing team. His marketing team, and this is the thing I was talking to somebody I met today, and I was just like, this is the thing with this, with these trailers nowadays. There are some great, trailers out there i'm just like my gosh like i want to go see this movie but i know when it comes down to it the movie is going to be crap it, yeah. it's just it's gonna be crap um i remember suicide squad had this great trailer we we're all excited for it mm-hmm. look at what happened yeah. so Fair. i mean it's I'm, honestly this is a I, i'm gonna say this is a really great trailer the mark i'm not gonna lie like when i saw optimus prime like slamming the crap out of bombay i was like oh my gosh what the hell <laughs> Um, I'm just like, oh crap, because I am going to honestly say that Bumblebee is one of the best things in the whole Transformers movie. If it's one thing I actually like about Bumblebee, if it's one thing I like about the Transformers movies, it's Bumblebee. The only time Mm -hmm. I didn't like him was in the fourth movie because they made him like a little teenager and they made Optimus Prime like his dad, which I thought was stupid, but we're going to get over that. Anyways, I do think that the, one of the, one of the positives is Bumblebee. So seeing him like... Like, because I don't know if he died or not. Because you know, you're always in, the, you're in that question. It's like, did he die? Did he not die? Um, it's definitely interesting. I'm gonna give the movie that. Um, yeah. Now, am I excited for this movie? No. Like Carlos said, I learned my lesson from the last one I saw. Because that one, it's arguably one of the worst movies of the decade. Just, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I am not. I am not being. I am being completely blunt, Michael Bay. If you are hearing this, good, because you made. <laughs> Arguably the worst one of the decade. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm really nice like that, just being truthful. Um, anyways, so the trailer is great, but I don't know if the movie is going to, gonna be great. Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm kind of confused about like all the different time periods they're going to. I'm sure it's like in the description of the movie, the synopsis, or whatever. But I don't really care to read it. Um, and they didn't explain it in the trailer, so I think that's partially a bad bad job on the trailer. Um, they're all intrad- we know is that it's after the fourth one. Yeah, but they're also like there's something about Nazis in there, and there's something about like medieval times. Like I don't know what's going on with like all the different time periods there, and then also like what it I- looks like they're teasing Unicron. Um. And what I never liked about these, about the freaking Transformers movies, is just like 
they always have it's just like I remember the first one it's just like oh my gosh it's like the first time they're supposed to be here and then we then we find out no actually they were here before and then the second one nope they were here before then and then we're just like the third one they were even there before then and it's just like we keep finding out that they were just before and before and before we just okay we get it they were here a while ago can we get over that fact so I think they're going to re- reiterate the same thing which is going to be annoying because we already knew that they were there yeah and we already um, saw Michael Bay's um, explode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this: explode gasms on 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 the trailer. So it's yeah, uh, and and they. I think they tried to hold back on some of those things a little bit. Like they didn't want to show too too much of it, and we didn't get Mark, much of Mark Wahlberg either because like they they know that people don't want to see the human characters. Um, but. I think it's all a lie. I think it's going to be the same thing. It's just we, you know, we're going to focus on the humans. We know we're going to get tons of explosions, um, and all this nonsense. Um, and it's just that's it. That's all we're going to get. That's all that's going to be to this movie. And I know, like, people are probably really excited about Unicron or whatever. But look, people were excited about the Dino Bots too, and we got 15 minutes of that at the end of a three. And a three hours and forty five minute long movie, like it's two not two hour and forty five minute movie. It, it was it long. Was it felt like three hours and forty five <laughs> minutes. Honestly, um, it, it was probably closer to the three hour range anyway. But it, I, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Um, yeah, so you have to understand. And the Carlos Knight, like I was surprised. I think I found out like a like I think around the third one that there is actually a large amount of people that hate this series and mm-hmm. i was like why do people hate this series so much because i carlos and i i think in high school we were the ones who actually really liked the transformers um trilogy we were just like oh, oh, I, really I, I never really liked the second one but i think it's fair to no, say but that like, but we yeah. generally i yeah. mean you like two out of three of them i i didn't have a, i didn't have a major problem with the second one i thought it was okay uh-huh. definitely not the best of the, of the original three though um so i mean i i mean I, you know you and i were originally like like the defenders of this series in uh-huh. general, yeah. And then it's just crazy how the fourth one just came out and utterly just destroyed our defense for them because it's just, it's ridiculous. Now we're just like, I understand, I understand yeah. where you guys come from. Now. So it's like every problem from the first three kind of culminated in the fourth one. Yes, it's just so bad, so bad. I don't even I hope, know I hope how to process Anthony about Hopkins. it. With- I hope Anthony Hopkins makes things a little bit better. I really do because I like these voice over. I'm just like, okay, we got like you guys got Anthony Hopkins. I hope that makes the movie a little bit better, just a little bit better. Honestly, all it made me do was think about Westworld, and (laughs) made me uh, speaking of Westworld, go back and listen to our season finale slash season recap of Westworld, Um, because that was a fun time with Clark and everything. But um yeah th- this is i i don't care um do you want to move on to something that'll get us really, even more really riled up about this about those our unpopular music. opinions oh boy all right oh, um, me. all right i don't know about you i have two unpopular opinions and one bold prediction what do you have i have like three unpopular opinions i think okay. i think i think i'm not sure i gotta see. i'm gonna see it as we move along i don't know okay how- you're I don't know here. how much I don't know how much I want you to hate me today, man. I, right. I don't know. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right. Whew. I am going to you want me to start or do you want to start? You can start. Alright, I'll start then. 
This, I don't know if you have a strong opinion on this, so I don't know if you're going to get much reaction out of this, but I know there's a lot of people, including people in this room, that I think that are going to react to this. So I'm going to say it anyway. And maybe you'll have a strong opinion on it as well. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is so stupid. I do not understand why people think it's funny. It's just so dumb. I haven't even heard of it. So. You, you have heard of it because it's on our top 10 fantasy movies. And let me tell you, I was so upset when that got on there. Um, well, I, like, I didn't, like, when I saw it, though, I haven't, like, I haven't heard of it. I haven't seen it ever. Like, I haven't heard of or seen it before. It, it's a, like, I don't. I'm getting the finger from all over the place right now from two people in this room. I'm probably going to get the finger, too, because I haven't even seen it or heard of it. So, like, it's just, it's. It's not funny. I don't get it. It's so stupid. Like, the the biggest joke that I keep hearing repeated is, oh, it's just a flesh room. I'm like, what? Okay, I don't care. And they're all laughing at me saying that. I don't get it. It's just so dry. It's so stupid. It's And that's my problem. I think it's... I don't like British humor. That's not my sense of humor at all. You are racist for saying that. I okay, just hope you please. Uh, <laughs> I don't you like... can't just say that, Carlos. I don't like British humor. No, like... that's a style of humor. It's not a race thing at all. <laughs> um, I, I don't like that style of humor whatsoever. So it, it's just I think that's part of the problem. Um, I just don't find it funny. And I, I'm interested to see if you see it, if you think it's the um, – no, I don't. They're asking me about Edgar Wright. If I if I like Edgar Wright, not an Edgar Wright fan either. I don't think. Um, oh, what's that movie? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I just feel like I'm on drugs watching that movie. It's that it's movie fine. was not great. That yeah, movie was not great. It's fine. I, look, I I watched it the second time. The second time, I'll give you this. The second time, it was much better than the first time. But I still did not like it. Or I still didn't love it. I didn't. I didn't even like it. Uh, Chris really Duckman, like it. who is one of my favorite YouTube reviewers, he this is one of his favorite movies of all time, and I don't understand. Um, but anyway, what uh, but, Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Yes. Um, but anyway, <sighs> going back to Monty Python, I don't care. I don't think it's funny. I don't like it at all. It's a bland story anyway. Um, so that's just that. And I know I'm going to get tons of hate, especially. Um, later um, from some of the people who are listening to this at this very moment as we're recording but i will be i do want you to watch it because it is it's con it's considered a comedy classic it's one of the best or considered one of the best co comedies of all time so i'd be interested to see if you watch it if you like it or if you're like if you're with the uh, the majority or if it's or if you agree with me i don't know I'd well, when you come down to Florida, we'll watch it. We'll watch I don't it know if I want to watch it. <laughs> well, if I had to stick through Batman and Robin, you're doing this one for me, man. What? Okay, you can't keep using that. <laughs> you keep saying that. Every time you're like, hey, let's watch this movie. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. You're like, Batman and Robin. Like, that, that's whatever. We do this for, that's like part of the thing. And that was, Damn, Carlos, okay, then we do it. Okay, that's how we do, bro. So let's do it. Yeah, let's but, that, that was, but this is for you to watch it, for to talk about it. I've, I've already talked about it. It'd be redundant. Like that, and that was for live live tweeting Batman and Robin, which you refused to do. So I don't know why you even stuck around. Um, but anyway, uh, I didn't have a choice, man. No, you didn't have a choice. You could have gotten it done something else. Um, anyway, let's move on. What is your first unpopular opinion? <laughs> um, I think Star Wars is overrated. I All think right. it's extremely overrated. Um. 
And I'm not going to say that it's a negative thing. I think it's, I mean, I think the story is great. I mm-hmm. I think the story is a great story. It's one of the most popular stories, and it does have the right to be very popular. But to be as extreme, like to be extremely overrated, I don't think it deserves to be like like as hype as it is. I mean, the first, I mean, the prequels aren't even great. Well, yeah, that's most people agree on that. I mean, I mean I'm a prequel agree, defender, most, but. I mean, and yeah, I mean, and I I watched all of them in theaters. Don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, I'm not. I mean, that's and that's. I I agree with with most of the with the most of the majority there. I just don't think Star Wars should be like as hyped as it is. I don't think it's that great. Like, I didn't think The Force Awakens was that great. I'm just like, it's literally a copy of. I think it was like what the the, the fourth one. You need to. I, I will assign you two things. Number one, go and listen to our um, superhero media roundtable because we kind of address this in that or a similar idea in that. Um, and then number two, um, watch again. Bringing up Chris Starkman, getting a lot of love on this episode. He has a great video about why people saying that about the Force Awakens are ridiculous. Um, but anyway. Uh, I, w- I want to ask you this. When was the last time you watched the original trilogy? Like last year. Last year? Like the original, tr- not the prequel, the original trilogy. think last year around this time. Because you were getting ready for The Force Awakens? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And you still, like, you don't think, you're not a fan of even The Empire Strikes Back? No, no, no. Like I said, like I, I, I like the story in general. I'm not saying I don't like Star Wars. What I'm just saying is it's overhyped. Just like Frozen is, like, just like we have the discussion with Frozen. Like, I don't think, like, I think Frozen is a good movie. I just think it's extremely overhyped. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's overrated for what it is. Um, I like the original trilogy. I, I do. I think it's a really, I think it's, it's I think it's a great story. And mm-hmm. I, I do like, I do like the acting in, in that movie. I am excited for the eighth one because I I do hope that it's different from the force. I do hope that it's it it it's its own movie, um, and you know that I was ex- that I am extremely excited for Rogue One. Yeah, you know that that is the first Star Wars movie that you know that I've ever been excited for. So I'm not saying that these movies are bad or anything. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that I think that the that this that the whole thing as a whole is just so overrated you know what i mean like it's just so overhyped and stuff like that um that's just my opinion though i don't think it's a bad story i really don't i just think it's i think it's just i think everybody just overhypes it more I, than what it I, is. I, I don't know i i disagree obviously i'm a huge star wars fan <laughs> um and it's popular like you, there's no denying its popularity like the the and i think that's what you're getting at you think maybe it's just too popular um and that that's i guess that's fair to an extent like people de- definitely like treat it like above everything else and I, but again i think it's just because it's so it's multi-generational it is like a story that can reach and and relate to just anybody um the a new hope is just a classic um fantasy story um and set in this kind of sci-fi world and that's why like it's a perfect balance of just two genres um and it's just it's brilliant in that way 
And then The Empire Strikes Back is regarded by many, including people who aren't the biggest, like, Star Wars lovers, will admit that The Empire Strikes Back is one of is, – it's up there. It's one of the best films of all time. The Empire Strikes Back is just beautifully written. It's beautifully directed. Um, and, again, the story is just incredible. And it just, you're, you're right. And it's one of the, some of the best written characters in that movie. It's amazing. Um, and then even Return of the Jedi has its problems and people will pick on that one to an extent. But at the same time, it wraps up the story incredibly well. It's one of the best trilogies of all time. And I think that's, it's, it's almost like, because this is the thing with Star Wars. Like, it's a story that you want to share with everybody and you want to share parents want to share with their children especially i think it hit the world at the perfect time because kids going going to see that movie went to go see it and were like i've never seen anything like this and george lucas revolutionized filmmaking with those movies um with the first one especially so kids went to go see that and had their minds just absolutely melted in the theaters and then as soon as they have kids, because the story, like you're saying, it's a very good story. You don't even deny that. Um, it's a very good story. And because the story is so good, they, they just, they, it's, it's a story that they want to share with their kids as soon as they can. There are so many, go on YouTube and watch, like, you will find countless videos of parents showing their kids Star Wars for the first time, or people finding out, spoiler alert, that Darth Vader is Luke's father for the first time, of kids finding that out. Like, I've seen countless videos of that, and you don't see that with any other franchise. You don't, because there's not that kind of love that people have for it, because they grew up with it, and they want to share it with their kids. And even though people have problems with the prequels, there are still countless defenders of them because they they grew up with the prequels. These are kids now that, just like their parents grew up with the originals, grew up with the prequels. Um, and that's why you get that kind of passionate defense of it. And it's just, it's one of the most epic stories of all time. And like I said, it's one of the most relatable stories. That's why I, I, I think it's its relatability. That's what kind of carries, carries it over. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe, did you not like grow up with them? Did your parents not like really like show them? I mean, I, or, I saw you know? them, like I saw the prequels. Um, did you see them first? That might be part of the problem, honestly. Yeah, I saw them first. Before yeah, I saw the, before I saw the original, I saw the, the prequels first and I thought the prequels were fine. Like I didn't think like when I was a kid, I thought they were fine. I thought they were great. Um, I thought the third one was like my favorite. Um, it's still, yeah. I think it still is my favorite, honestly. Of all but, of them? Um, no, out of the, out of the prequels. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but um, I think my mom's friend told me that there's like three that there's three other ones. So I was interested in seeing it because this uh, just because I was so interested in the story. Mm-hmm. But because um, I because I was I really did like the story. Like I said, I mean, like like I said, I I do really enjoy the story, mm-hmm. and I am interested in it still. I mean, I'm I'm probably um, I'm considering actually watching. I'm going on Netflix, watching the Clone Wars, and actually getting into Rebels. I'm, I'm I've been considering it for a few months now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I, it's not like again, it's not like I'm not into it. It's just like again, I just don't think it's it should be as popular. But I mean, I I mean, I'm willing to admit that I'm wrong. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't seen the Clone Wars, haven't seen Rebels. Um, the only thing I saw from Rebels that I did really like was the Ahsoka versus Darth Vader fight. Yeah. That was great. That 
that was extremely done well. Mm-hmm. Um, very emotional, very emotional. And I, and, I, and I told you about this on Over the Bums. Like that was a really good fight scene. Really good, yeah. really good voice. The cast was was definitely great there. Yeah. Um, so I mean, maybe maybe it's just because I need to get into the story more. Maybe. So mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, that's my opinion from right now. Yeah, I think what it is with you is just you didn't grow up with them necessarily, and that's it's just you don't have that kind of nostalgia that most people do with it. And I think that's the same thing that Miles would say when it comes to The Lion King, which he just watched for the first time recently. Um, but he would still say it's good. It's just he doesn't have that attachment to it that most people do because he didn't grow up with it. Um, and I know you have some thoughts on his opinion on the Lion King, but <laughs> that's, that's a topic for another day. Um, that is definitely a topic for another day. We're going to have the Ozzy and Miles debate. Yes, uh, we, we will. We'll, we'll air out all your problems on the podcast one of these days and it'll be amazing. <laughs> Miles is sitting here shaking his head. Um, anyway. All right, I will move on to my next um, <laughs> unpopular opinion. And I don't know. I think this one might might get you, but I don't know. I'm not sure. <sighs> the Interstellar score is not that good. It, it's fine. What? Okay, you- there we go. <laughs> Bro, we're going it, it's, to it's It's okay. I don't get the hype behind it. People are like, oh, my gosh, the score for Interstellar. I literally, like, I was it's like. So- Great for Interstellar. What are you I, talking about? Look, one of the greatest, honestly, that's one of the greatest scores. I'm going to go ahead and say of that year, and that's what made the movie, for me, great. I mean, that soundtrack is so, so good. So good for that. For the, for the style of film, for the style of that movie that they were going for. It has that eerie sense of sci-fi in it, right? And that soundtrack. But it's also so emotional for what it also fits the tone of the movie because it's also such a i mean it it does okay with hitting that uh, like that humanly uh, emotional spectrum but it just it goes but it it hits it a hundred percent right with that with that score um i mean when i mean arguably people will say matthew mcconaughey and and the chemistry that he has with with his daughter is 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 fantastic in that movie and those scores really hit home when it comes to their relationship. So I love the score to that movie. I love the score of that movie. I think that's one of the best scores of that year, honestly. I do. It's it's so great. I, I think it's okay. Like I, n- I never have understood the love that this that score got. Um, people coming out of that movie were like, oh my gosh, the score was amazing. And honestly, when I watched the movie, I didn't notice it was so i was just like that was not at at all what i came out of it like thinking what did i like about that movie i didn't think of the score at all like that's not even close to the first thing that popped into my mind is he trying to figure out what was going on because again nolan i mean you said it nolan Nolan makes some like nolan makes films that that you have to think about so maybe that's the type of maybe you were thinking about that the whole entire time i don't know but then okay then after even after it got all that love right I went back and I've watched the movie again and I still like even listening to the score. I was just like, I, I don't understand why people love this score so much. And then, it's, it's, no. And then the thing is, I finally like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to the entire score just all the way through. And I did still don't get it. It's fine. It, it even like I was listening to it on YouTube and like I, I would pull up, um, 
uh, like the the description and people would ha- or the comments and people would be like, oh, this is my favorite part or this is my favorite song. Listen to it. I was like, I don't get it. Like, and I even listened to the entire thing through. I'm just like, this thing, it's fine, but it doesn't. To me, a great score, like the really great scores, take you back to the movie and you think exactly about that's, what happened. That's what it does. And the score no, it doesn't. It's it fine. Takes, no, Carlos. No, it doesn't, dude. It takes you back to the movie, and it also. For me personally, it, it sort of relates just because to me, these are such, yes, it's a sci-fi movie, but it's at the same time, it's also like a, like a rival. It's such a human movie at don't, the same don't time. Even compare no, 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 those no, no, movies. no. I'm comparing those two because it has, they're trying to get the same message across, like in, in a way, but Interstellar didn't, like I said, Interstellar did not hit that point. So like as great, what I'm saying is with, especially those scores, when it comes to, like I said, the like the chemistry between Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey and his kid, those score like it was just they hit home, man. And I don't I don't know why you don't like I don't know why you think they're just fine. I don't know I don't I really don't know. But those scores definitely take me home. Look, like man, all right. they, they, they got me thinking of the movie all the time when I see it. Like, you know what? Just, I'll say this. So good. I'll say this, uh, and I think this might be part of it, and this might be a bold statement in and of itself. But I think that is one of the most okay movies of all time. It is just bland all the way through. Okay, it is, and I'm not going to... No, no, no. Listen, it is not memorable whatsoever. And I think that is part of the reason that I don't find that score that fascinating. Because it, like, it's supposed to... like you, you say it makes you, it brings you back to the movie. I don't think there's anything for it to bring me back to. So that might be part of the problem in and of itself. And that I mean, might be like, a hot take in and of itself. But I don't care. That, might, that movie is bland. The score is bland. And- Screw it all. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can go ahead and say that the point of the movie is bland. Go ahead and say that the movie is bland for all you say. But for the fact you to go ahead and say that the score is bland, my friend, that's where you're wrong. That is something, that is a very bold statement. That score is definitely not bland. Those scores show emotion, man. I don't know what the hell is your problem, Carlos, but it's definitely, the like, the movie is okay. I'm going to give you that. I didn't walk out of this movie saying this is movie of the year. I didn't walk out of that. I was actually confused because I got up like twice because the movie was ending and it was still going on. That's how confused. Like it had black for like 20 something. All right. All right. And let's go. The movie's ending. And it's it's played again. I was like, okay, I guess we're still going on. The movie is okay. I'm not going to disagree with you there. But the score is fantastic in this movie. I think Hans Zimmer did a really good job. I think, I think he's the one who did this score. I th- he did a great job. I think Hans Zimmer, if you didn't do it, I'm sorry. But um, whoever worked on the score, I think did a fantastic job. I really do. Um, I think that's what I think. What I think that the score hit the point that the movie couldn't hit. Um, so that for me makes the score amazing. The score was better than the movie in in and of itself. That's what I'm going to say. Um, I think. I think I think you just have that whole negative thing towards the whole movie as a whole. So I mean, I can understand why you think the score is okay. Honestly, because the know. whole movie is bland. I do. It's, like that's it's not true. Whole, that's not your favorite movie. Like I said, I mean, I think the movie's okay. I don't think it's great. It's not something I'm gonna be like, yo, let me buy that movie. No, it's by far the so worst cool. Nolan movie I've seen. At least I haven't seen all of them. I think I, there's two that I haven't seen before, but. Yeah, I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's an okay Nolan movie. I'm not going to say, sit here and say, like, this is his best work. No, <clears throat> it's 
okay movie. But the score, I'm going to say, is fantastic. It's great. But even so. you think it's great, even detached from the movie, because you keep talking about all the emotion of it and all that. But take it away from the movie, detach it completely, and do you think it's that it is still a great score? See, that's man. where I disagree. I don't think the music it's is all that incredible either way. I think that I think the music is beautiful, man. I, I do. I think it. I think, like I said, I mean. Um, it's such, it's such a humanly score at the same time. It's such soothing and it, it's the score. Some of the, some of the, some of the music and on, on the score is just so calming and soothing. I think I used to listen to some, I, I remember I used to listen to some of the, some of the soundtracks and I used to just sit there and I used to just think about stuff that was going on with myself. And I was like, this is really some good music. Just sit down and think about stuff too. It's the score. I think the score is really great. Um, I, if I take the score away from the movie, I still think it's great. I disagree, um, and I don't. I don't think it's great on its own, and then I don't think it, there's anything for the movie for it to tie back to with the movie because the movie's okay. So that's my problem. But we'll agree to disagree. Um, all right. Do you? Do you? What's your next unpopular opinion, Asi? Oh my gosh. Um, I. I don't know. I don't know if this is like a huge one. I don't think this is really going to affect anybody here, but um. Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. I don't know why people hate that movie. I thought that movie was... <laughs> That's so <fun>. random. <laughs> I but that, I love it. <laughs> I love that movie was so funny, bro. I loved that movie. I don't know why people hate that movie, but I love that movie. I have no idea why people hate that movie so much. It's it's hilarious to me. I know you're dying because it's so random. Because you just got up like this emotional talk and everything. But it's, it's just something I have to address, Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't have a strong opinion on it because honestly, the movies all blend together, and I don't think they're all any like any of them are that good to begin with. So I just I don't care. <laughs> so I'm not gonna fight you too hard because I couldn't even recall big things about the movie if you asked me. So <laughs> I don't know. Oh that my movie gosh, it's hilarious. I don't understand why. Are you a fan of that franchise as a whole? Is that what... I'm the fan of the first three. The fourth, okay. I didn't, I did not like. It's sort of, it's sort of my issue with Shrek. I love the first three, did not like the fourth one. If it's, if it's one thing that those, both of those franchises have in common, it's I love the trilogy, did not like the fourth one. Okay. Um, if there's one thing that both those franchises have in common for me, it's that the first one is the only one that sticks out in my mind. The rest of them kind of blend together. Um, but Shrek, kidding. except for Shrek two, Shrek two is good. I'll give it that. Shrek three, not so much. Didn't even watch the fourth one. Um, I like. I actually really like Shrek Three, but I didn't. I did not like the fourth one for the life of me. I thought the fourth one was really stupid. That's such a such a oh bring, such a bring down. <laughs> anyway, do you have another unpopular opinion? Because all I have left is my prediction. So go with your prediction, and then I'll, I'll try to figure out something. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, my prediction, and this has to do with a movie that we talked about earlier in this episode, and is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and I have made a prediction on La La Land in our first unpopular opinion slash bold prediction segment. And it is looking more and more like we are, it is going to come true. And I predicted that back when we, when, it, when was our first unpopular opinion segment? It's probably June, right? Yeah, maybe June, yeah. June, maybe June. early June? Maybe even, maybe even July, honestly. Uh, yeah, I th- it might have been early. I think it was early June. I don't know. But I predicted back in early June, I believe, whenever we did our first unpopular opinion segment, that La La Land was going to get nominated for Best Picture. 
and I had just seen one trailer at the time. And now, after seeing one trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm not going to predict that it's going to win any awards or whatever, but it is going to make $190 million opening weekend domestically. What, domestically. Guardians? Just in the U- yes, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to make 190 open. $190 million opening weekend domestically, and it is going to be the highest grossing movie of 2017. That's it. Like, it's going to beat, and that is, take into account, I know that Episode 8 comes out in 2017 as well. It is going to beat Episode 8 when it comes to overall gross by the end of their runs. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. That's, that's that that is a strong prediction. The reason why I'm not so sure is because you got you got a lot of stuff coming out that year. You got a lot of great stuff coming out that year. Um, I mean, you got you got Guardians, you got Logan coming out that looks really good. Yeah, but that's not gonna come. It's rated R. There's no way on God's green earth that it makes more than it, the only competition that Guardians has in okay, my mind only- is Star Wars. Star Wars is going to be the monster to beat. I don't know, man, because you also got you also got Spider Man Homecoming coming out there coming out the year. Yes, but there's you, you again. I I know you're not the biggest. I think you you think it's overhyped, but you are underestimating the effect of Star Wars. Star like, Wars I'm, no, is I'm not the saying, beast. I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I'm not denying Star Wars. What I'm saying is you're saying Guardians is gonna make the most. I'm just like no. Because you, you're right. You got Star Wars. Star Wars Episode Eight. I mean, Episode Seven made bank. I assume Episode Eight is gonna make bank again. I mean, Episode Seven is the most. So you don't even think it's gonna most, even be. So you don't think it's gonna compete with Star Wars? Then you're saying it's gonna be competing with these other superhero movies. Possibly, man. I mean, it has. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, because Star Wars. I mean that. I mean, I think what was it? 2015. 2015 broke. Box office records twice with Jurassic yeah. World, with Jurassic World, yeah. and, and Star, then Star Wars, Wars beat it. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, you got you got big movies coming out. I mean, especially like I said. I mean, don't get me wrong. Guardians of the Galaxy is a great movie. I just don't. I don't know if it's gonna be one. I don't know. The biggest one. The biggest one are so far that I know of is Guardians. And then it, not Guardians. Is Star Wars Episode Eight? And then I think. And then again. It's um, it is it's Spider Man Homecoming, and that one I, I'll it, give you. I'll give you Homecoming just because even the bad Spider Man Spider Man movies have made money. Yeah, and the only reason why I'm putting Logan on that list is just because one, it looks it looks really good. Two, it's Hugh Jackman's last run <sighs> as Wolverine. So not, I, not I, think, I think I think. I think this. I think Logan honestly has a chance to even beat Deadpool at this point, just because it's the last one. That might be um, a prediction in and of itself. I disagree. I mean, it might, I mean, it might. I mean, I'm not saying that it will. I'm just saying that it has the potential to beat Deadpool in and of itself, just because it's the last time we're going to see Hugh Jackman uh, hold the cowl of Wolverine. That's the last time we're going to see him. Um, and then you got. I mean, this is this was not a big one either. I mean, you got Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales, but the only reason why again. I'm putting this near Guardians is because this this franchise has made a ton of money. So I mean, you got you got a lot of movies that are competing against Guardians. I mean, I'm not saying Guardians uh, can't. I, I'm but Guardians does have the potential to beat these movies though. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny uh, that though. I, to me, none of these movies except I might give you Homecoming are any competition for Guardians. I to to me the 
There is no deny. Like, Guardians blew people out of the water when it comes to how much money it made opening weekend when it came out. It made, like, what was it, 95? Like, it was up there. Um, opening weekend. And it was, that was when nobody knew what the freak it was. And that was just based off trailers and the Marvel name. Now people know what it is. And it is. And it's one of the most popular, like, it's one of the most popular franchises that Marvel has right now. Like, and it's not even close. Like, it's like, you have your big dogs, like, you have your Iron Mans, you have your Captain America. You have to understand something, though. I'm, like, even for, even for Pirates of the Caribbean, for instance, that is one of Disney's most, besides the MCU, and besides now, and besides now, uh, Star Wars, before these two were even in the play, Pirates of the Caribbean brought so much bank to Disney, which I think is something that you're forgetting. That those the original three brought so much bank for Disney. Um, people can hate on these movies as much as they want, but these movies bring the money. So, like I said, I'm not saying that Guardians can't beat it, but Pirates of the Caribbean is also Disney property. That's something that you're forgetting. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm is not back forgetting it. I just so, think you are vastly overrating how I'm not, loved no, this I'm franchise not, dude, is. Pirates of the, no, I'm not, dude. This, I'm not, Carlos. I'm really not, man. This, <laughs> this is Pirates of the Caribbean is one of the most bankable franchises ever. I'm not. I'm. That's not something I'm making up. I'm it's really not. So, like I said, it's something. Like I said, does it have the? I'm not saying that it can't be Pirates Five though. I'm not because the fourth one wasn't great. We all agree that the fourth one was not great. So, um, like I'm saying, but what I'm saying is Guardians has a chance, but I just don't think, especially with Star Wars Episode Eight, especially with Star Wars, Star Wars Episode Eight, I don't think that that's going to happen. I just don't. Well, that's my prediction, and we will see the end of, we'll see by 2018 who is right. Um, we got, by the time Westworld comes out, by the time Westworld Season 2 comes out, we will know which one of us is right. Um... But I, I, I don't know. I think Guardians, like I said, it's one of like the Guardi. I mean, like, I mean, I'm not gonna say. I mean, that's. I'm not gonna say that that's a bold statement because I mean, it 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 has a very strong possibility. I mean, Guardians, I think beat the record that year for its month. Um, mm-hmm. I think it did. I'm not sure, but um, it 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 has. Like I said, I mean, I agree with you 100. percent It has a great chance. It has a great chance. I mean, this trailer is. One of the best of the year, and it's uh, the second uh, most watched trailer of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's a. I'm not gonna <laughs> say. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's not. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. I'm not saying that it's not possible. I I do think that it has a good chance. I mean, hell, I mean, it does have the chance of even. I mean, I'm gonna go along and say just for heck, because because it, it's possible, it could be box office records just because of how good that movie is. So I'm not gonna disagree with you. Um, on that prediction, I mean, it has that chance, but again, it's just you got all these other huge blockbusters and franchises, franchises that are also coming out that you have to watch out for. So that's my that's my thing. I'm not saying it's not possible, and I'm not saying that your prediction is outrageous. If that's if that's mm-hmm. the point I'm trying to get to, it's possible. Yeah, I, I I don't know. To me, like I said, the only competition is is Star Wars. I don't think any think of these other movies are competition. Underestimating every each every No, I I think I'm properly estra- estimating everything else and I'm if I if anything I'm overestimating Guardians. Cuz I'm saying yes, I know that these movies are going to all make money, but Guardians is going to make more. 
<laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, what is? Do you have a last one? Um, I was honestly I was too busy even debating <laughs> right now because I was just like, what is this man saying right now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a freaking prediction, but I lost it. So I think I'm done. I think that's it. I only got two. I think right. I only got two. All right. Um, well, we will do our recommendations and, really quick, and then we will throw it over to you and Enrique for the Walking Dead recap. Ozzy, what is your recommendation? My recommendation, guys, is my recommendation is Westworld, just because we're going to review it. Westworld is a great show. It's an easy binge, just 10 episodes. Check it out. The cast in this movie is amazing, and definitely the cinematography in this show is phenomenal. I think it's one of the best shows that ha- – like, to me, it's one of the best shows that, that have, like, the best cinematography, honestly. Carlos, I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong there. I don't know if you agree or disagree there. but um, Somewhat, yeah. It's definitely – it definitely has some great cinematography in there. Um the soundtrack is also very good, and it does have a lot of twists in that show. So definitely check it out. Sweet. Um, my recommendation is going to be something that I have watched more times than I care to admit, and that my friend and our head of marketing, Bob, is watching currently, uh, Smallville. It is the precursor to um, the DC, CW, or Universe, or the Arrowverse, as people call it. It if you like those shows, you have Smallville to thank for it, in my opinion. And it's just a fantastic show. It ran for 10 seasons. And I know people have issues with a few seasons here or there, but I I love every season of that show. So highly recommend it. Um, it's a great watch through. So And it's on Hulu now, so definitely check that out. Um, all right. We will now throw it over to Ozzy and Enrique for the Walking Dead recap, and they will sign us out from there. Alright guys, this is the Walking Dead spoiler. I'm going to repeat spoilers for you guys that have not seen uh, Sunday's episode. This is going to be the spoiler um, review of episode 7 of season 7 of The Walking Dead. With me is Enrique. Enrique, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good? Yeah. You feeling better than last time? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was sick last time, and at least I don't sound like I'm dying this time. So that's always good. Yeah, man, it's always an improvement when you're not, you know, you're not dying of yeah. something. So, <laughs> all right, man. So let's get let's get right into it, man. So, what did you think overall of this episode? What do you I think overall? It was pretty good. It was all right. It definitely had some strong moments that I feel if they were improved on, this could have been a great episode. But instead, it was it was a pretty good episode. It was okay. But it's getting a lot of bla- backlash, drop of viewership. People are just dropping the show, including Miles, our head of video production. I'm calling you. Actually, up. he's gonna watch the season. Oh the yeah, yeah. Season finale. He's so. gonna he's gonna be here um, with us. For yeah. The so I, I, I hope that maybe that that even that keeps him still. Um, the problem with this show, I don't know if I've expressed it to you guys. I've expressed I've expressed it to Carlos, excuse me, and numerous other people that have um, asked me about the show. And as to why they're lo- losing viewers, the reason is is because 
is how they're telling this story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had we had that explosive, you know, premiere as to when Glenn and Abraham were killed off the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that was arguably one of the best episodes of The Walking Dead. So the fact that we have that like that explosive episode, and the fact that we really haven't gone anywhere since then. You know what I'm saying? It's a disappointment. So I understand why fans are frustrated. And I understand why fans are leaving, um, are, are, are quitting to watch the show. It's, it's taking so much time to get somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, so what what I thought about this episode that it improved on from the other episodes is instead of focusing, for instance, like the last episode was just, told, was just solely on Terra, which I honestly do not think we needed a full episode of that. But that's just my opinion. But I, with this episode improved on, which I'm very proud of, we got to see a lot of different characters. The main two, of course, were Negan and Carl. But we saw a little bit of what was going on with Daryl. We saw a little bit of what was going on with Rick, Michonne, uh, a little bit of Tara and Olivia. And we got a lot of characters in this. In this particular episode, we got a lot of storytelling going on. So, what was your favorite moment, and what was some, and what was also something that you had a problem with this episode? We're gonna start with the positives. What, what were right. some of your positives? So, obviously, my favorite moment was the part where Nick, or not Nick, where um, Carl and Negan were sitting down and having that conversation, and Negan realized that Carl is sort of a kid, and that really affected him, and he apologized, and we showed, we did see some almost compassion in Negan that I really did like because that was some character building, but. Otherwise, there were some character choices that I didn't like in this episode, specifically with Negan and Carl. Like, some of Negan's flip-flopping, like, I feel like the story could have been way better if Negan was more friendly and accepting to Carl the entire episode. Yeah, he has to be threatening, but if Carl even sort of started to almost like Negan, that would have been interesting, but... Negan, like, would get close to Carl and have a good conversation, and Carl would understand him, and then he'd do something, like, ridiculous that would, like, throw him off again and make him hate him. And I feel like he kept flip-flopping back and forth so much, it, it got kind of annoying. And mm-hmm. I feel like Negan isn't that threatening anymore. What do, you, what do you think that he was flip-flopping on specifically? Just, like, how he was talking to Carl. Like, throughout the episode, he was like, oh, man, I love you. You're, such, you're so bad. Like, I love it. And, but he kept, like, he would show compassion and then sort of be nice, and then he'd say something ridiculous or, like... He started making him sing, and I liked that, but it, it felt, like, really out of place. And then he starts swinging his bat in the corner, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, at least break a I table think, or something. I think that's like, to symbolize to Carl that, you know, him swinging that bat, you know, he could be swinging that bat, that bat in Carl's head right now. Um, without breaking the sweat, he could just do it right now if he wanted to. Um, I think that's what he was trying to symbolize there. With, with that whole thing. I didn't understand why he wanted him to sing, but, I mean, I thought that was going to like, why he, that he was wanted him to sing. Negan but, thing. I mean, it, um, I I like Negan, and I do like Jeffrey Dean Morgan's portrayal as Negan. I, I think that they're doing a good thing with him as a show. I mean, I may be in the minority here with that, but I'm willing to accept that. Um, I do think that they're doing a great, like I said, I think they're doing a great job with Negan. I liked Negan in this episode. We do see Negan give sort of a compassion with... Um, with Carl, but with with um, Negan, Negan is a psychopath. You know what I'm saying? This the way that he, 
But is he really? Y- yeah, because you can, you can think about it like this. Like, the, he toys with people. He really toys with people. And he jokes with them in such a dark way. Like, uh, I remember when we spent the whole time with Daryl. And when he was, you know, joke, you know, basically, like, toying with Dwight even. Where he was telling Daryl, like, you know, his sister died. And I'm just like, well, I lost a really hot wife. And then his wife was just like, well, I'll marry you. I'm just like, and then he was just like, you know, well, I decided to take his wife and burn his face. Like, just the way that he, it's it's his, his, his toying with people. He doesn't care about toying with other people's feelings, really. Um, even when, even this episode, when Dwight caught him and Sherry kissing, uh, Negan smiled at Dwight. I don't know if you know. He just yeah. smiled at him. He's like, "Hey." That was a like. That was a nice moment. I so like you know what I'm saying. And Dwight was just sitting there, just like sort of in shock, but he's still, you know, Negan doesn't care. So Negan is, Negan toys with people. He toys with them, even though you and I don't. Even though you, not me, but even though you don't really see it as like threatening or something, he toys with people, and he toys with people because he knows that he can get away with it. He knows he can get away with it because he has so many followers at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, how like how are they going to... Like, at this point, everybody's just, just like, how are we going to take him out? You know what I'm saying? So, that's my whole thing as to why I, I really like Negan. Negan just has no respect or regard for anyone but himself. And he shows it. He does a great job at showing it. So, that is my take on Negan. What else did you like in this episode? Um, I did like Rosita and Eugene's whole little side story about making a, a single bullet, and I like how she went off on him, and I really do like New- Eugene's response, like, I understand what you were saying, and I know you believed it. And then he just walked away. He was pissed at her. That was great. I love that moment. Same thing with Gabriel and Spencer. That was also another great moment. Yeah, I thought I thought the Gabriel and uh, Spencer stuff was, was fantastic, because Gabriel was just like, you can think whatever you want. But it just makes you piece of poop. And I was like, ha. Because it's so... We see Gabriel just wrapped around this whole thing of him being a pastor or whatever. And then he just still makes yeah. you a piece of crap. So I thought it was... I thought it, thought that was great characterization from Gabriel. We haven't really gotten much from Gabriel this season. But from what I've seen from him, I do like where they're taking Gabriel. I wish that we would get just a little bit more of Gabriel. Another character that I think we should get more of is Jesus and his awesome ninja movie. Yes. G- Jesus has been... Ever since we saw Jesus last season, I, I've honestly liked his character. I think he's a great character. So I do really like his character. The, I liked him uh, getting out of the... Out of the out of the truck to out of the truck and uh, Carl uh, tricking him and everything. So mm-hmm. I, I like honestly I like their dynamic too. I thought their dynamic on and that scene was also pretty good. Um, what else? What else? What else? What? Who do you think gave Daryl the keys in the note? Dwight. It has to be Dwight. If you've read any of the comics, like Dwight does flip a little bit, and I think they're trying to lead up to that in the show. Yes, that's where I think we're starting to get it. That's this is where I think the story's starting to pick up. I think that Dwight is finally starting to turn just because one he sees what I mean. The first thing is that we see Negan toying with him in, in a few episodes ago with the whole story, his whole story. Um, this episode, Dwight sees Negan kissing Sherry, and then Sherry and him have a conversation. This episode, and then she's just like. 
you know, they're talking about sort of like going up against him or something like that, from what I remember, and them not being able to do nothing. And then she's just like, we should go before nobody catches us. And he's like, yeah, we're not doing anything. And she's like, yeah, you're right. We're not doing anything. So I think that was his push to be like, okay, I'm done being Negan's, you know, little dog at this point. So I do think it was Dwight. I think I think I think as soon as Dwight turns, we're gonna start definitely picking picking things back up. That's what I really want the show to do right now. I think everyone watching the show just wants it to pick up because we haven't made much progress in the seven episodes we've been watching. Yes, um, I'd say I'd say this. I'd say honestly, probably this episode. I mean, I'd say episode. Episode three was the ninety-minute premiere, right? It was the ninety-minute episode, or was yes, it episode four? I want to say that. Okay, it was that episode where Negan came in and took every took half everything? I thought that was a great episode because we're establishing him more, and then I think this episode is where we start to see sort of the rebellion and everything of mm-hmm. of of Carl Michonne even Michonne. We haven't talked about Michonne. Michonne was even rebelling a little bit in this episode yeah. as well. Um. Not a lot with Michonne, but Michonne definitely... Michonne wants to get her in, in her kill with Negan. She mm-hmm. wants to take her peace with Negan. Cause she cannot stand living like this anymore. So, um, overall, you would say it was a pretty good episode. It was pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. We got some story. Yeah, we got, that was good. Some flowing. Yeah, we're finally getting some things flowing here. Um, you know, I hope The Walking Dead speeds things up because I would hate to see it lose more, more and more viewers. I yeah. think that this episode... Did a good job at really progressing the story, though. If I'm gonna give it that positive, I am gonna. That's the positive yeah. I'm gonna give it. Um, other than that, guys, this is our Walking Dead season seven, episode seven recap. Please come back for more. If you want to check out more stuff, come check out Screen Fellas. All right, guys, have a good one.